choosing your seven star. This is the MCOC Me podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Now, what I mean by choosing your seven star is not choosing from a generic seven star crystal because you theoretically can't at this point in the game. We probably will be doing those down the line. There will probably be maybe some sort of a seven star Nexus crystal on the horizon, maybe next year at some point. But I am talking about the seven star selector that you get from doing the Legends event that's been going on for the last week or so. Now, this has been one of the most fun events that I've ever I've ever played here in the game. And I was talking about it on my recent episode about the Brutal DLX Challenge. And the thing is, with this event, you can get yourself a myriad of rewards simply by just logging in and doing a ton of free-to-play type solo events and also the Brutal DLX Challenge. And the thing is, when you complete these challenges, you will get a token which will help you towards the selection of a seven-star selector. So if you get three of those, that is how you are able to acquire this selector. It's really easy to do. It's kind of, you know, low, I would say low maintenance, just a little bit of, you know, of a, of a tedious process in the um, solo objective grinding for the arenas and also for the Brutal DLX challenge, depending on which champions you do or don't have. If you haven't listened to my previous episode about the challenge, I would say give it a listen maybe to help you out and get yourself ready for it. But I am here to talk about the seven star selector because a lot of people have already been sort of posting ideas on who they will and won't choose. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the seven star selector, this is a selector that has, uh, I believe, six different champs in it, if I'm counting this right. Uh, Six different champions that are not available in the generic seven star crystal at this point. The champions are Ant-Man, Emma Frost, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Ebony Maw, Black Panther OG, and Red Goblin. Now, these are these are really cool champions to have. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to the selector, it is all on you who you want to select. And I'm kind of going to give you a few ideas on who I'm going to go with and certain things that you should do to help your selection be a lot easier. And the first thing I'm going to tell you right now is you got to look at your roster and decide who you want. Because if I'm looking at my seven star roster right now, I have a lot of of, uh, cosmic champions right now. I have a Silver Surfer, I have a Gamora, and I have a Venom, and I also have a Terex. And they do a really good job, not only in questing content, but also in alliance questing, and also in battlegrounds. In terms of my science, I have Titania, and she is awesome. In my tech class, I have War Machine and Mysterio, and then I have an Elsa Bloodstone who is my only skill champion that is Awakened, and I love her. She's awesome. So when I'm looking at the selector, I kind of want to sort of balance out who I'm missing from the Mutant and from the Mystic class. Now, I do have enough shards after logging in to the Legends calendar to get another seven-star champion, so I got to see who that's going to be before I really pull the trigger on anybody. But I can tell you right now, The champion that I want to select out of this selector, and here's another point, this is my my second point here. You should have the champion that you're you're going to select, rather. Let Let me say that sentence one more time. The champion that you're going to select, it should be a champion that you know you are going to use frequently. You don't want to have a Ferrari that is parked in your garage and you never take it out. You wanna be able to go drive that thing, you wanna show it off, you wanna see how much horsepower it's got, you wanna cruise around, you wanna show it off to the men, to the women of your town and be like, hey look, 
look at this new toy that I got, listen to this thing purr, this thing is an awesome piece of machinery. So whichever champion you select, you wanna be sure that you're going to use this champion as much as you can. I don't believe in, especially when I do like any kind of a Nexus crystal, I do tend to chase champions that are going to be awakened or I can get a dupe out of to get more shards, but there are champions right now that I do not have in my six and seven star roster that I would love to have because I know I'm going to use them a lot. So that brings me to my third point which is you wanna have a champion that maybe you are familiar with. And what I mean by that is this. When I'm looking at um, certain stats of these champions, and if you don't know who Kalantak, if I'm saying that wrong, I apologize, on Twitter, uh, it's, it's um, at Kalantak, Kalantak uh, underscore art. He's got a really cool couple of like, I would call them almost like playing cards for these champions in the selector. So if I'm looking at, these playing cards that he has created, which are really well done, by the way. Um, he's got three different attributes per champion, which is offense, defense, and skill required, and also a couple of things that they bring to the table. Right now, I have Ant-Man pulled up, and quite frankly, I am not going to select Ant-Man because you know why? I don't really like his new buff. It's not really my play style. Um, he does require a long ramp up. He's got some good synergies. He's also a really good counter for, say, Dormammu or Mojo because he doesn't really generate any buffs. And he's also, <clears throat> excuse me, hey, he also has a high health pool. But here's the thing. I don't want to select Ant-Man unless I am an Ant-Man player, which I'm not. I just, I have him ranked up as a six-star rank two, and that is primarily for defense on Battlegrounds. But I haven't really done much Battlegrounds this season, so I'm not going to do that. The next champion here, and I'm going to go down the list here just to kind of prove some points here, is Ebony Maw. Now, Ebony Maw to me would probably be a very good champion to have in my roster as a 7-star, primarily because he does not need an Awakened ability. He's pretty much overpowered in uh, Battlegrounds as a defender, and he's very easy to use. Like, if you're looking at the stats right now from this card, uh, his offense is like, you know, 3.5, defense is 4.5 out of 5, skill required, one. So if you are a big time Ebony Maw player, maybe that's a champion that you have, or maybe you don't even have Ebony Maw as a six star in your roster. And if you do a lot of battlegrounds, if you do a lot of alliance war type stuff, Ebony Maw would be a really, really good option for you to have because he is a very annoying defender. And I've seen players get melted and he's always kind of banned in almost every Battlegrounds deck that I encounter, and I tend to ban him myself, even though I have found some really good counters, but um, Ebony Maw, still a great defender. Uh, offensively, he's also really good too, but I don't really ever use him on offense unless I just you know feel like taking him out for a ride, but I usually just kind of put him in as a defender. Now, the next champion here is uh, Emma Frost. Now, Emma Frost is probably going to be my selection. Okay, and I tell you why. Uh, number one, she does not need her awakened ability. It is very cool. It is very annoying for defense because of the reverse controls. Um, she is a great questing champion. She's got a ton of immunity. She's got tons of prowess buffs uh, at her disposal. And she can inflict the concussion debuff. She is just great. And she is super easy to use if you know how to use her. Uh, Katie Candy has a really good video about how to use her. It's about maybe... I think it was when she had her, you know, how to use this champ in under like five minutes kind of thing. But 
Emma Frost is a great option, especially if you are lacking a bona fide mutant in your seven star roster, which is what I am actually lacking right now. And that is why I was also leaning towards Ebony Maw as well, because I am not really feeling all that confident in my seven star roster for mutants and mystic because I don't have any. So that's where I'm leaning towards right now. And if you can kind of see the process of elimination that I'm going with right here, it's just all about looking at your roster, looking at your play style, and going after the champions that suit your needs. Uh, the next champion that we have here is Captain America, Sam Wilson. Now, he does need his uh, Awakened ability unlocked. He does have meta utilities. He's got some cool points, and he's a really good defender on Battlegrounds. Uh, offensively, he's like a two and a half on the card here that I'm reading. Three and a half on defense, two on the skill side. Here's the thing. I have a Captain America Sam Wilson as a six-star rank two, and I hardly ever use him. I know that might upset a lot of people, but here's the thing. My tech class in my six-star roster is really, really good. It's very top-heavy. I have a lot of bona fide mutant killers. I also have some really good tech champions that I use in Battlegrounds as defenders. It is just stacked. Do I need Captain America Sam Wilson? Not necessarily. And also for me, it's like that's a champion like I was alluding to or, or rather than alluding to that I referenced earlier with my Ferrari metaphor. That's what he's going to be. He's just going to be a really cool champion that I'm going to have in my roster. He's just going to be parked there. I'm not really going to use him because I have this weird thing where I don't like using a champion that is not awakened, that needs to be awakened. I would rather just go for somebody that is really good right out of the box and I don't have to worry or be concerned with trying to awaken them in the future. And apologies for the background noise. It is what it is. Uh, next up is Black Panther OG. Now, Black Panther OG is one of my favorite skill champions to use in the game, especially after his buff. He has just become a monster, and he got me through a lot of content in my early days of playing this game. Um, he definitely does need the Awaken ability because it reduces the opponent's defensive ability accuracy, and he can also purify debuffs on himself. Uh, he does require a, a fair amount of skill because you do have to rely on intercepts, and I would say in terms of Battlegrounds, uh, he's kind of hit and miss. Uh, I've taken him in and out of my deck a few times, but I still find a lot of value with Black Panther OG, especially in questing and also in arenas. Um, but once again, he does need that Awakened ability to really shine because it's almost similar to the way Gwenpool works, where if your combo meter is up, the opponent's defensive ability and uh, accuracy goes down. It's a similar thing with Black Panther OG, except it is more reliant on his bleeds that he inflicts on the opponent. And you're going to want that. So once again, it's kind of the same thing. He'll just be parked in my roster. I'm not really going to use him as much as I should. And I just don't want to wait again for a, a dupe. And then finally, we have Red Goblin, which... I found out his nickname is Roblin, according to the uh, MCOC Twitter community. Now, this is a very interesting champion because he does not need his Awakened ability. I've heard he does. I've heard he doesn't. But he's a great champion for questing because of his ramp up. He's got some really amazing synergies with other symbiotes, including uh, Venom and Carnage. And also, if you have him as a... Um, a Herald for Galactus, he's really good as well. And also the Odin pre-fight buffs on him are just super as well. He's also got some really cool immunities as well to uh, Power Burn and Power Steel and also Incinerate, 
which makes him a very good counter for a lot of annoying metas in Battlegrounds or some lanes in, say, Act 7, Act 8, and even Act 6. He does require a little bit of skill, but he is a ramp-up style champion, which may or may not be everybody's cup of tea. And the thing is with Red Goblin, um, I've heard that if you don't bring in Odin, he's kind of a wet noodle at first until you get him ramped up. But if you bring Odin with him, uh, he just is amazing right out of the gates. But that, like I said, it's all depending upon that Odin synergy. And if you're a, a player that likes to bring in Odin, if you don't mind giving that spot up to um, a champion like that, that's just going to really enhance another champion, then by all means, go for it. But if I were just, you know, taking these six champions, if I was to say, if I was to get it right now, I would definitely be picking Emma Frost. I just have a bunch of fun with her. She's a great champion. I don't, I'm not a real big, like, I would I don't I don't want to get into the whole like kind of nut and bolts of a certain champion. If I can just kind of play them to a you know a pretty good level, I'm I'm set with it. But Emma Frost, she just really kind of fits what I've been, you know, the way that I play and what I've been doing. Also, when I first got her, when she came on the scene, I used her like crazy because I saw how great she can be. And especially if you make her a horseman of apocalypse, she just becomes even more overpowered. It's insane. Um, but like I said. Any of these champions that you're going to select, you have to look at your roster and decide whom you want. Because I can sit here and tell you the pros and cons of these champions. But you know what? It doesn't matter because it's your roster. It's your game. So you got to pick on who you want to be in your roster. That's all going to be, you know, depending upon what your seven-star roster looks like, what you're currently doing, uh, and also what do you need? Like, what do you need in the game right now? Do you need a champion that doesn't gain any buffs? Do you need a champion that is really good for questing? Do you need a really solid defender in Battlegrounds and Alliance Wars and Alliance Quests? Who knows? But uh, I would take a look at Kalanitak's, uh Twitter account. Take a look at these cards that he's got going on. It really will kind of help um, sort of narrow down everything. Also on YouTube, Nagase has a very good uh, video about selecting these champions as well. There's a little bit of controversy, which I like for one of his um, one of his picks, which is really, really cool. But if you haven't done any of the legend stuff, if you haven't done the solo event, if you haven't done the arena grinding, if you haven't done the Brutal DLX Challenge, I would highly encourage you to get in and get this done because this is a great chance for players to not physically and financially pay for a seven-star champion. You can just get one for just testing your skills and then logging in and collecting the tokens. So I would highly encourage you to take a look at these champions. If you have them as, say, like a five or a six-star I would go practice with them. Take them out a little bit. See which ones you're kind of leaning towards. Process of elimination. Just to make your selection a little bit easier and not overwhelm yourself. Because I don't want you to have like a, you know a buyer's remorse with this thing. You should, at the end of this whole Legends event, get that selector. Take your champion and go, you know what? I've got somebody who I'm going to be using for a very long time. And they will not be... You know, sort of sitting by the wayside. They won't be collecting dust on the on the shelf. They will be a champion that you're going to feel like you made the right decision, not only for your present, but also for future content down the line. But let me know which champion uh, you are going to pick and which ones you're not going to pick, because I always like hearing the the reasons for why and why not. But this is it for today, and I will talk to you all next time on the MCOCME podcast.